listening to Gospel Garage, sharing the good news of the gospel through the teachings of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Sometimes life is so rushed, isn't it? Even just the basic daily tasks, the regular things, right? Getting up, eating breakfast, going to work, making your lunch. And we live for God and then we run out of daily time and so we squeeze God in but the mighty grace of God is that he welcomes that he welcomes the three hours of prayer when you're on your knees in intercession for somebody and he welcomes that God we love you so much here it is so remember that he is always there he is always welcoming and he is so in love with us his creation that the moments of worship that we have with him long or short, our treasures to him. And that's just absolutely bewildering that his grace is so magnificent and all-encompassing. So remember that, sing that song. Thank you, God. Thank you for granting us this life, its testings, its celebrations, its battles, your victory over all we know. My goodness, there's a power in putting on your mighty armor it helps us stand, God, strong. Please encourage our hearts as we share your word together, as we go forth this week. Thank you, Jesus, for coming to redeem us and allowing your people to have such an intimate relationship with God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Wow, Lord, we honor you. Holy Spirit, guide us. Give us your wisdom today, each day, each step that we're taking. Grant us this peace within and with others, God. Thank you, Jesus, how we love you. We cannot do it without you. I know that if we ask these things in your name, you respond and will rescue us within your will. We trust it. We acknowledge that your name heals the leper, allows the blind to see and the deaf to hear, and ultimately save us from anything the enemy is trying to impress into our lives, Lord. Thank you. We pray together in the most victorious and powerful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Wow. Ephesians 6, verse 10 through 13. Finally, be strengthened by the Lord and by his vast strength. Put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the schemes of the devil. For the struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, the authorities, the cosmic powers of this darkness, against evil spiritual forces in the heavens. My, my, my. For this very reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to resist in the evil day and having prepared everything, take your stand. That's so true. Even from the most in, insignificant you think little thought to the biggest thought, it's a battle every day, every moment. And we must stand in his armor. We must dress in it, really. You know, if we want to see victory in our spiritual life and our life while we're here on earth, we need to have to start with God's view on all matters. And so I think for a lot of us, we've experienced this many times in our spiritual war. We get everybody else's view on a matter or a circumstance, right? Including our own view. And even if we have the facts, we still don't have the real facts and still don't know the truth because as Jesus said in John 8 verse 32 only the truth sets you free and he is the truth and so we have all the information and still not have truth 
and we can have all the emotion and still not be responding to his truth. And if you and I want to have that spiritual victory in this spiritual war that we are in the midst of, and we have been since we set foot on this earth, right, thousands of years, it means we really need to identify the issue, the subject at hand, like the attack that we're experiencing, this evil day that seems to be coming against us. And it's a different evil for each person, we know that. But we're going to have to rush in that moment of feeling that, ooh, looming doom and rush to Jesus and find out what God has to say about the matter, whether it's a headline, a health diagnosis, a job situation. Man, Psalm 24 verse 1, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So that's the reminder. It is all his. It is of him. He is aware absolutely of every single thing. So we take it all to him. We live in a world where we have to deal with uncertainty each moment. And maybe more now than ever before, although when you read the Bible or you read back on the true history of the living earth, people go through uncertain times, famines, wars, pestilence. And in spite of trying to be intentional right now about avoiding the bad news and the headlines, I am very guilty of this. It seems to overflow from the media no matter where we're looking, right? We hardly can escape this reality that these times are really shaking us to our core right now. And so um, I was asking myself this too, like, could it be that we've gotten so used to quick answers and quick analysis and all these things that there's a quick solution to it right there at our very fingertips, right? With the, these beautiful moments of technology. And then we're throwing in this global pandemic right now, which seems to be resistant to a quick fix, like our human flesh thinks we should have. And so I think many of our hearts are becoming saturated with anxiety and fear and maybe just a bit of hopelessness in it. And what's the remedy? The remedy is to stand beside Jesus. It's to kneel before Jesus. It's to pray with Jesus. Stand with him. Be consistent with your time spent in his presence. He is the remedy and the answer to all of it. He is here within us, above us, among us, all of us, right where you are right now. And you don't think he's there at your shoulder. He's right there. Amazing grace. In life, unexpected events, they roll us around. Things we never saw coming. They cause us to end up in a dark place at times too, right? Like we feel confined or hopeless or despair even to the point of depression. And these feelings might come from things that are like everyday life or a big relationship breakup or family discontent, right? And unemployment and money and health problems and deaths of a loved one. All these things take it to God. He is there as our comforter. He really is. And sometimes we can't even pinpoint what we think is this weight on us that is making us feel like we're in a dark place. Sometimes we just feel perpetually flat and we go about our day and our actions. And that's beautiful and that's peace of Holy Spirit. But when you open up wide enough for him to completely fill you, you'll stand. Daniel 6 verse 10, when Daniel realized that a written decree had been issued, he entered his home where the windows in his upper room opened toward Jerusalem. And three times daily he was offering prayers and thanks to his God, just as he had been accustomed to doing previously. So that was a moment in time when Daniel was told he could not pray. That was a moment in time where he felt under the threat of the very leadership around him. And yet as he had been accustomed to doing, he took all things to God in prayer. So when life presses in on us, we can feel stuck and angry and inadequate or numb 
stand, stand dressed in that spiritual armor. It is our daily dress code, honestly. Like that's what I was thinking of it as. Like if you just made that part of your uniform for the day, it does help us stand in, as the Bible puts it, the evil day. Because a bad day happens to anyone and it can begin with everything going wrong that you'd think would go wrong and plus more, right? And in those times, we need to remember that things happening around us are way more spiritual than we realize. It's not always just our interaction with that person sitting at the intersection, right? Sometimes we feel like we don't have the strength to move and that's okay too because Jesus Christ fights the battle. All we are to do is stand in his armor, in his word, in his promises, rooted and entwined literally with Holy Spirit. Remember, like, if you put on the whole armor of God, it will only be an evil day, say. Like, you know, it won't be evil for days on end because you can rely on his promise. The hard day will end and the next morning God renews his mercy. We prayed that this morning. Thank you, God, that your mercy is new every day. That is a truth. That is a truth. The enemy might whisper, this evil day will not end. You're a failure. You've made mistakes that are unforgiven. Nothing ever works out. But that is not the truth. Because of Jesus, we respond by saying, away liar to that enemy. You were defeated on the cross. And on this day, I will stand strong in my position as a child of God and withstand your opposition with his light. Man, actually, really just try repeating that. Try repeating that. Because I can't tell you how many times I've prayed something like that. And by the very grace of God, the next morning, everything is new and different with his eternal perspective. Not my own um, looking 10 steps in front of me perspective, but his eternal perspective. Again, like we always discuss and talk and share eyes on the horizon. Eyes on the horizon. So when we talk about putting on armor, it's not because we're going to go be aggressive and in um, a face-to-face -face battle. We are armored up with his promises, his truth, all, all of the things that help us stand. It's like the weight of his armor helps us actually stand taller. First Thessalonians 5, verse 5 through 9. For you are all children of the light and children of the day. We don't belong to the night nor to darkness. This is why we must not fall asleep as the rest do, but keep wide awake and clear-headed. For those who are asleep, sleep the night away. But since we belong to the day, we must stay alert and clear-headed by placing the breastplate of faith and love over our hearts and a helmet of the hope of salvation over our thoughts. For God has not destined us for wrath, but to possess salvation through our Lord Jesus, the Anointed One. So there we go. I mean, oh my goodness, throughout the Bible, God's armor is actually mentioned. He didn't give us spiritual armor to help us avoid an evil day either. Like those things happen. They always have. They always will. It helps us avoid becoming evil people due to those trying days in our life that we can still get through whatever it is that is trying to squish us and stand in his promise and his love. His armor is given to us so that it doesn't turn into an evil week, an evil month, an evil year, or an evil lifetime where you're just dwelling in it without forgiveness. His armor is a part of that, that forgiveness and grace. The enemy's strategy is to use these hard days against us, and we've all faced them, I know that, can speak from experience. But God gives us a solution, his word, his armor, Man, when hardships and hard choices come, and they do and they have and they will, don't panic. Put on that royal robe that he gives us. Dress in his armor. Lamentations 3, 22 verse 23. I might get this one wrong. 
because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. By faith, stand in your position of victory. Confess your salvation. Trust God with it. Eliminate condemnation. Proclaim Jesus Christ's righteousness over any issue. Even when you don't feel like you're righteous in that moment and standing in his word, claim the truth of God's word, even when things around you are contradicting it. Declare the peace. I need this one so often. I'm getting quite riled up these days. That's my bit of testimony of, um, of right and wrong and government ideas and regulations and information. And that's none of my business, is it? It's God's. So I need to declare his peace that passes by all understanding when I'm confused by it. He has it in his hand. That's the trusting him in it. That's standing strong and armored in his word. Speak God's word, not your feelings. Thank you, God, for that um, rebuking and that correction. 2 Timothy 3, verse 16 through 17. God has transmitted his very substance into every scripture, for it is God-breathed, and it will empower you by its instruction and correction. God, you're so good. Giving you the strength to take the right direction and lead you deeper into the path of godliness. Then you will be God's servant, fully mature and perfectly prepared to fulfill any assignment God gives you. Wow, standing on his promises truthfully, truthfully to yourself, because he's there with you, he's seen that truth or not, accepting it. You have to accept it, trust it, his plans, man. He will amaze us with this faith that changes the spiritual climate of our dark day. The enemy will be pushed so far back, so far back. You can take back the ground from the enemy, all of it. Wow, Proverbs 29 Verse 25, this is via the message interpretation. I don't refer to that very often, but it's an interpretation. The fear of human opinion disables. Trusting in God protects you from that. So maybe human opinion isn't just your best friend telling you what they think of the dress you're wearing. Honestly, human opinion is all the downloaded pile from the news and the media and all kinds of different outlets that try and feed into us because the enemy is constantly working to make us question God's word, God's plan, and God's heart for his children. So if the enemy can trap us in this conversation that it tries to have with us, it's a slippery slope and it will introduce chaos and pain into our lives and what comes out of our mouths. So stand, stand. Maybe it's important to like to think about this. We don't put on his armor to wrestle against, like we said before, a friend in the backyard, right? In other words, we're not at war with people. It's not possible to live victoriously really in the spiritual realm while clashing with people in the flesh. It doesn't mean putting up with things that are hurting or damaging to you or your family. You got to take that one to God. But oh my goodness, the truth is, is this constant bickering and nattering at each other over opinions, even within our Christian families, isn't just not what God wants from his children. And even if we're not out and out arguing our opinions at like a grocery store lineup with a stranger, um, you know, we're not reading out loud the screaming headlines in the daily news. We're thinking it within our hearts, even if we're not speaking it. And God knows our hearts and our thoughts. And I'm sorry, God, forgive us. Forgive me for those moments where I am obviously taking my eyes off you and dwelling in the anger that the enemy's trying to stir up, but claiming that it's because I'm thinking for the betterment of mankind. Absolutely not. You have it in your hands. 
we trust you with it. And when we say it out loud, we need to accept that as well and actually truly surrender to you. That's why God reminds us that we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. That battle belongs to the Lord. Galatians 5 verse 1. For freedom Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not be subject to the yoke of slavery. So he anoints all his children who seek him with winning spiritual battles, not arguments with people. We're not called to squabble with people. The devil entices us to engage in battles that are absolutely not ours. It tempts us to fight with our brothers and sisters so that we're forgetting to fight him. And by fighting him, again, the battle belongs to the Lord. But fighting is as simple as, no, Satan, you're not welcome here. And I need to armor up for this message. And we all need to armor up for this message. Because he will poke and prod and storm around. And we trust that God has us and that his warring angels are around each of us. Don't waste anything on battles that God did not call us to. That's my reminder as well. It's like a message to myself today. Don't waste time and energy on a battle that God did not call you to. He puts things on our heart that matter. We can ask him why, ask him what he wants us to do with it. But to walk victoriously with Jesus, we have to stay focused on his walk beside us and away from conflicts, no matter how enticing the battles may be or how right we think we are. So really, just pray through Ephesians 6, 14, verse 18, 14 through 18. Ephesians 6, pray right through it. Embrace the power of salvation's full deliverance like a helmet to protect your thoughts from lies. Take that mighty razor-sharp spirit sword of the spoken word of God and pray passionately in the spirit as you constantly intercede with every form of prayer at all times. Pray the blessings of God upon all his believers and put on truth as a belt to strengthen you to stand in triumph. Put on holiness as the protective armor that covers your heart. Stand on your feet alert and you'll always be ready to share the blessings of peace. In every battle, take faith as your wraparound shield for it is able to extinguish the blazing arrows coming at you. Amen. We have to acknowledge really daily that Jesus is our savior. The enemy, it tries to take back old territory in our lives. And so we respond by staying alert, building up safeguards of prayer, sincere prayer, of worship, Bible reading to protect our life, a freedom that we have in Jesus. So ask Holy Spirit for help in this. You know, it's not easy. Ask him to help us when we face difficulties of temptation or when we're bombarded with um, outlying situations that we have no control over. Surround us with friends who are praying with us, who are praying for us. We pray with you. We pray for you. We're so grateful that you're here with us each week. These moments together remind Mike and I how blessed we are that we serve and love a God who loves each and every one of us right where we are. Argumentative, joyfully singing, crushed and broken, celebrating. Man, he is all that is, all that was, and all that will be. He teaches us in Ephesians 6 that we need to actively dress in his armor so that we can stand against the dark things that come at us. Hebrews 2 verse 14. Now, since the children have flesh and blood in common, Jesus also shared in these so that through his death, he might destroy the one holding the power of death and put on his armor every day. 
Wow. Lamentations 3, 24 through 26. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him. To the one who seeks him, it is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. Wow. Such a reminder, my friends. Be brave this week. Be honest with God this week. Be good to each other, really. Thank you, God, for giving us the grace to live in freedom with you. We trust you. Please develop any areas where our alertness level and discernment need to increase. Yeah, yes, Lord. Help us identify where we're weak and empower us to take a stand against that enemy. In Jesus Christ's victory, we will not be overcome. That is your truth. That is your promise. Hallelujah. We are so ready for the week ahead, God. Walk with us. May your will be done. May we seek it and may we surrender to it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Yes, walk with us. Remind us, correct us, and oh, love us. We love you, Lord. We pray hope. We pray healing. We pray deliverance. We pray love and rejoicing and salvation, Lord. We pray salvation for so many lost and broken, for ourselves, our family, our friends, the people we haven't met yet. We walk forward carrying your salvation. We trust in it. We pray revival. We pray forgiveness in your magnificent name, Jesus. We love you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for these moments. Thank you. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to Gospel Garage. To ensure you never miss an episode, please subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player or visit us at gospelgarage.ca forward slash podcast.